This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosier. Good morning. It's 604. We're at 55 degrees. Some patchy fog throughout the area this morning and a chance of shower to thunderstorms as well into this afternoon. Three suspects have been arrested in Delaware County for allegedly shouting anti-Semitic slurs at a man after stealing his fur hat. Authorities say the incident happened Saturday morning on Main Street in the village of Fleshman's. man reported he was walking when someone got out of a pickup truck and stole his strimal, a hat worn by some Jewish men. According to New York State Police, the suspect returned to the vehicle, which was occupied by two other men. They allegedly yelled anti-Semitic slurs before driving away. Investigators say 25-year-old Corey Bush of Ashland, 24-year-old Wesley Einor Jr. of Denver, New York, and 21-year-old Johan Diamond of Grand Gorge have been arrested. The three men have been charged with grand larceny as a hate crime. They were being held in Delaware County Jail on $5,000 bail. Please say the strimal had been recovered. Workers were busy yesterday as customers lined up inside a new business, the grand opening of a Jersey Mike sub shop in the town of Shenango at 1257 Front Street. Spot in the small retail plaza had been vacant in recent months after a Hoopla frozen yogurt store closed. The operation is the first Jersey Mike's subunit in the Binghamton area, but additional stores in the region are expected to open in the next few months. New York will require all state employees to get vaccinated against the coronavirus by Labor Day or undergo weekly COVID-19 testing. Governor Andrew Cuomo announced the policy yesterday in a Zoom call with a nonprofit association for a better New York. In mandating either the shots or frequent testing for government workers, the Democrat is following on the heels of California and New York City. New York, like other states, has been uh, seen a rising number of coronavirus cases linked to the Delta variant. New infections have climbed more than 400% since the end of June. Como also said vaccines would be mandatory for frontline workers at state-owned hospitals. WNBF First News Time 606. Federal Appeals Court says former President Donald Trump and his three eldest children can't force a lawsuit against arbitration that was brought by people who felt cheated by a business he promoted. The second U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals ruled yesterday. The decision pertained to a 2018 lawsuit in Manhattan Federal Court brought by salespeople who lost money in a marketing company that Trump endorsed in speeches and on The Celebrity Apprentice. The suit alleged Trump received millions of dollars in exchange for reassuring political salespeople for telephone company ACN. There was little risk if they started selling its phone service. Vehicle traffic between New Jersey and New York City is approaching pre-pandemic pre-pandemic levels, while public transit ridership continues to lag. The Port Authority of New York and New Jersey released numbers Wednesday that showed bridge and tunnel traffic was down about 2% last month compared to June of 2019, with truck traffic showing about a 7% increase. Meanwhile, ridership on PATH trains was down 63%. New York's Metropolitan Transportation Authority has reported similar trends, Transit officials are concerned that ridership may not rebound for years due to concerns over the coronavirus and more people being able to work from home. WNBF First News Time is 6.07. A village in the Hamptons will pay its outgoing police chief more than $774,000 for unused sick and vacation time after village officials voted to end his contract. 
Newsday reported on Wednesday the Southampton Village Police Chief Thomas Cummings' contract contained provisions that allowed for a large payout. Cummings had been police chief in the village of a wealthy enclave since 2011. Southampton Mayor Jesse Warren criticized the contract that allowed the payout. Cummings did not respond to a request for comment from the newspaper. He and his wife will also get medical and dental benefits without premiums for the rest of their lives. And a New York City plumber who's moonlighted as a fringe political candidate is in hot water for allegedly storming the U.S. Capitol during January's insurrection, boasting about it on social media and then trying to cover his tracks. Prosecutors say Daniel Christman, a 38-year-old who screamed at the city's current Republican mayoral nominee during a debate two years ago, was arrested Wednesday at his Brooklyn home after the FBI was alerted to videos on his Instagram feed showing rioters inside the Capitol on June 6th. Chrisman is charged with disorderly and disruptive conduct inside the Capitol and was released on his own recognizance after an initial court appearance Wednesday in Brooklyn. He did not enter a plea. Another court hearing is scheduled for August 10th. Taking a look at your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast from the National Weather Service, there's patchy fog in the area this morning, uh, otherwise increasing clouds and a chance of some showers and thunderstorms throughout the day. Uh, high today will be in the mid-70s for tonight. Mostly cloudy, showers and thunderstorms again, low in the low 60s. And Friday, partly sunny, slight chance of a shower. Temperatures will be in the upper 60s. It's 55 degrees at 6.09, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WNBF and WNBF. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And it's early bird traffic. Hello, early birds. Hi, drivers. Hope everything is good for you as we start this Thursday morning. We have no reports of any traffic issues right now in the Binghamton area. If you see something, let us know. Our traffic tip line is open for you at 607-772-1290. Forecast from the National Weather Service. A bit of patchy fog this morning, otherwise increasing clouds today. A chance of showers and thunderstorms developing throughout the day. With a high of 74, cloudy tonight, showers and thunderstorms. Low 62, partly sunny tomorrow. With a slight chance of showers early in the day, high 68, sunny Saturday, high 73. Right now in downtown Binghamton, 55 at News Radio 1290. Where news breaks first. WNBF News Time 612. Bit of guidance potential for some hazardous weather today. Showers and thunderstorms this afternoon and evening will drop areas of locally heavy rainfall. A heavy rainfall has the potential to result in urban and small stream flooding. Some flash flooding also may be possible where several rounds of thunderstorms move over the same locations. Across northeast Pennsylvania, some thunderstorms could be strong to severe with gusty to locally damaging winds. So pay attention to changing weather conditions. And throughout the day, you'll be able to hear the latest on weather from WNBF, including warnings that may be issued either late this morning or more probably this afternoon and into the evening. Warnings from the National Weather Service, you'll hear them as they may be issued right here on News Radio 1290. I'm Bob Joseph, along with Doug Mosier. You're listening to First News Binghamton. I'm here with the news 
till 8, and then Binghamton now from 8 to 10. A lot to talk about today. And the next thing we'll be talking about is sports and then money news on this July 29th, WNBF News Times 6. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290, WNBF. And let's speak of sports, shall we, on this Thursday morning? And a pleasure to announce to you that the Rumble Ponies had a win in Hartford last night. The Ponies defeating the Yard Goats 3-2. to two. Scoring went this way. Binghamton got on the board first with two runs in the fifth. Hartford came back with a run in the bottom of the sixth. Then the... Um, Rumble Pony scored one run in the seventh, and the final scoring of the night happened in the bottom of the seventh with a single run by Hartford. So the final was Binghamton three, Hartford two. Actually, uh, Hartford wound up with nine hits to Binghamton's eight hits. But, hey, in the end, it's the number of runs that count. So uh, put up a W for the Rumble Ponies. The two teams play each other again tonight as their six-game series continues in Connecticut. The Yankees had a win last night. Aaron Judge went from being a late scratch to hitting a tie-breaking single in a two-run tenth inning as New York beat Tampa Bay for the second straight day, three to one. I mean, he lost his footing on that. Wild pitch. Well, that'll get the run in. Judge goes to second, and the Yankees take a 3-1 lead. And that was really a wild pitch. Wild, man. John Sterling, and I think that's um, Ms. Waldman, who we heard at the beginning there on 66, the fan. Meanwhile, while the Yankees were winning in Florida, the Mets were prevailing in Queens. Pinch hitter Brandon Drury delivered a tie-breaking homer in the seventh inning, and right fielder Michael Conforto threw out a runner at the plate in the ninth to preserve New York's 2-1 to victory over the Braves. The first-place Mets have maintained their five-game lead on the third-place Braves in the National League East by splitting the first four games of this unusual five-game series. That's the latest from the world of sports on News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time, 618. Money news. Asian stocks are rising after the Federal Reserve kept its accommodative monetary policies and signaled that the U.S. economic recovery is on track. Chinese technology giants led the way as authorities move to soothe jitters over anti-monopoly and data security enforcement against the industry. In Washington, the Senate has voted to start work on a trillion-dollar national infrastructure package. The vote came together quickly last night after President Biden and a bipartisan group of senators reached agreement on the key part of the White House agenda. U.S. markets will open in just over three hours, and it looks a little mixed at this point. The Dow futures are up 148. NASDAQ futures are down about 6. We'll keep you posted with business news throughout the day right here 
on News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time, 619. Coming up next, Dr. Sanjay Gupta. And good morning. It's 620 WNBF, WNBF.com. Bob Joseph with you as we start off another day of the final week of July. Just think about it. August is just around the corner, and then you know kids will be going back to school. Time now for A Better Life with the Doctor, sponsored by UHS. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. To mask or not to mask? That is the question. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. The answer is a bit more complicated, but the top line when it comes to protecting yourself from COVID-19 is that if you're vaccinated, you're pretty well protected. Back in May, the CDC said people who are vaccinated no longer needed to mask or physically distance anymore, indoors or outdoors. But these variants are also throwing us all for a loop. So I'll say this. Wearing a mask isn't hard, and it's still a great form of protection. So if there's a lot of viral spread in your area and you feel more comfortable wearing one, go for it. If your kids are too young to get vaccinated, they should continue wearing masks when they're around people from outside your household. And certainly if you or someone in your immediate family is immunocompromised, then you really should better be safe than sorry. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta every weekday morning right here on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Coming up at 6.30, Doug Mosier in the WNBF News Center with a live news update. What's been going around on the Twin Tiers news front? You'll hear it coming up in just a few minutes on First News Binghamton. It's 620. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. At 625, no incidents to report around the region. Of course, we'll let you know if there are any major problems that happen. And you can help us as well. If you see something, a crash or a delay, call us at 772-1290. Forecast, some patchy fog this morning. Then watch out for showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. High today, 74. Showers and thunderstorms tonight, low 62. Partly sunny tomorrow, a slight chance of showers. High 68. Nice on Saturday. Sunny with a high of 73 right now 
55 in downtown Binghamton. You might not be able to drive 55, but we can enjoy 55 degrees on this Thursday morning. It feels refreshing. It is Thursday, July 29th, 2021. I'm Bob Joseph with First News Binghamton till 8 o'clock. And then from 8 to 10, Binghamton Now. Local talk, the way you like it. We work for you. We find interesting guests. In fact, today we have a very interesting guest, Han Tron. He has an interesting story. We spoke with him a few years ago when he was an NBC News correspondent. Well, Tan Tron and his family managed to escape from Vietnam in 1978 by a boat. Ultimately, the family of refugees from Vietnam settled here in the Binghamton area, and they opened up a restaurant, a Vietnamese restaurant in Johnson City. Well, the other day, the demolition crew came along and tore the place down. So all that's there now is a vacant space on Willow Street in Johnson City. Coming up at 8.30, two hours from now, we'll talk with Tan Tron and uh, hear more of his story, his family's story, and some memories of that Vietnamese restaurant that was in operation for several years. Now, it's an empty space as Johnson City evolves. We'll talk live. He uh, and his family have had some very interesting experiences over the years and i'm looking forward to speaking with tan tron coming up in uh, about two hours because we're live and local on wnbf interviews you're not going to hear anywhere else abc entertainment news center call saul star bob odenkirk is in stable condition after a quote heart-related incident that info from his publicist almost a day after we learned that he was rushed to the hospital after collapsing while filming the amc show in new mexico no word exactly what happened to the emmy nominated actor only that his family asks for privacy as odenkirk works on his recovery his son tweeting that his dad is gonna be okay the iconic music doc series Behind the Music is back. I haven't even done all the things that I've dreamt of. The VH1 series being rebooted by the streaming service Paramount Plus. Two new episodes out today featuring Ricky Martin and LL Cool J. Out today on HBO Max. Welcome to F-Boy Island. Comedian Nikki Glaser hosts the reality dating show where women try to sort the good boys from the bad. He's really cute, but he looks like he's going to ruin my life. And tonight on ABC and ESPN, it's the NBA draft. And country music star Martina McBride is 55 today. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. Wow, a TV show where they try to sort the good boys from the bad. Hmm. Sounds like Broome County Court. News coming up next with Doug Mosier live in the WNBF News Center. As Preet Barrera might say, stay tuned. WNBF News Time 6. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosher. Good morning. It's 630, 55 degrees and some patchy fog throughout the area this morning. Here are the latest headlines. Workers were busy Wednesday as customers lined up inside a new business, the grand opening of a Jersey Mike sub shop, the town of Shenango at 1257 Front Street. Spot is uh, in the small retail plaza, had been vacant in recent months after a Hoopla frozen yogurt store closed. Uh, the operation is the first Jersey Mike's subunit in the Binghamton area, but additional stores in the region are expected to open in the next few years. According to the Jersey Mike subs website, there are 1,981 stores now open in the United States. The company is expected to open its 2,000th store later this year. 
New York will require all state employees to get vaccinated against the coronavirus by Labor Day or undergo weekly COVID-19 testing. Governor Andrew Cuomo announced the policy yesterday in a Zoom call with the nonprofit Association for a Better New York. In mandating either the shots or frequent testing for government workers, the Democrat is following on the heels of California and New York City. New York, like other states, has seen a rising number of coronavirus cases linked to the Delta variant. New infections have climbed more than 400% since the end of June. Como also said vaccines would be mandatory for frontline workers at state-owned hospitals. The Senate has voted to start work on a nearly $1 trillion national infrastructure package. The vote came together quickly Wednesday night after President Joe Biden and a bipartisan group of senators reached agreement on the key part of the White House agenda. But it's unclear if enough senators will eventually support final passage. The process ahead could take days. The outcome will set the stage for the next debate in the months ahead over Biden's much more ambitious $3.5 trillion spending package, which includes child care, tax breaks, and health care. The $1 million or $1 trillion package would be partly paid for by repurposing unspent COVID-19 relief aid. And President Joe Biden is set to announce the federal employees must show proof they've received a coronavirus vaccine or submit to regular testing and stringent social distancing, masking, and travel restrictions. Biden will make the announcement Thursday, according to an individual who is familiar with his plan, but who spoke on condition of anonymity to confirm details that haven't yet been publicly announced. The president is hoping to use the federal workforce as a model for employers nationwide. Those familiar with details of the plan emphasize that the new guidance is not a vaccine mandate for federal employees and those who decide not to get vaccinated aren't at risk of being fired. WNBF Newstime 633. Illinois regulators plan to take action against Ben & Jerry's for its decision to stop selling ice cream in the West Bank or East Jerusalem. State law prohibits investment in companies that boycott Israel over its occupation of territories won in war from Palestinians. Andy Lappin is chairman of the Israeli Boycott Restrictions Committee of the Illinois Investment Policy Board. He says the committee will meet in the coming weeks to vote on setting a 90-day deadline for Ben & Jerry's owner Unilever to back off the statement or face uh, Illinois diversement. Three school teachers in Washington State who sued chemical company Monsanto over exposure to materials and fluorescent lights have been awarded $185 million. The law firm representing the teachers says the jury returned the verdict Tuesday. Teachers say they suffered brain damage from exposure of PCBs in the fluorescent lighting at Sky Valley Education Center in Monroe, Washington. PCBs are mixtures of compounds that were banned four decades ago over concerns they could cause cancer and other illnesses. Checking your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast from the National Weather Service. We see some patchy fog throughout the area today. And otherwise, increasing clouds throughout the day. We could see showers or thunderstorms into this afternoon. Temperatures only in the mid-70s. For tonight, mostly cloudy. Showers and thunderstorms likely low, low 60s. And partly sunny. Slight chance of a shower on Friday. A little cooler. Temperatures only in the upper 60s. It's 55 degrees at 634. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. And WNBF.com. And Doug, it's always great to hear stories about PCBs because, oh, I know. oh my goodness, you know, we were the PCB capital of the world for decades. And you think of uh, all the havoc 
that uh, happened because of the PCB lace coolant in the Transformers at the Binghamton State Office Building when, for some reason, they uh, held a fire. I, I, it was an unscheduled event and apparently no audience, but there was a fire at about 5.30 on the morning of February 5th, 1981. Gee, I remember like it just What a beautiful yesterday. building, too. You know, it's so nice. Oh, it was fantastic. Yep. And they, they built it in... Um, well, actually, right about 50 years ago, they were still constructing it, and then it opened up to uh, huge acclaim, I believe, in 1972. So when they built that place, the 18-story tower, the tallest building in downtown Binghamton, it cost $23 million to construct. Then, about nine years after it opened, there was the Transformer fire, with the PCBs in it, and when it burned, didn't burn long, but it burned long enough to turn the PCBs into dioxin and dibenzofurans. And all that stuff spread throughout the entire building, a sticky soot that covered every surface. So everything in the building, every desk, every chair, every file had to be removed, and they dumped it, appropriately enough, in Niagara Falls, did they really? Yeah. They transported all that stuff from our beautiful building, 18 stories worth of stuff, and they took it all to Niagara Falls to dump. Hmm. And to make sure we never found out what exactly happened to cause the transformer fire, they made sure to take those transformers that burned and buried them, too, so we could never find the exact answer what caused that fire. And before it was all over... The building was shut down for nearly 15 years for cleanup. It cost New York taxpayers more than $50 million to remediate. And even now, when I go in there, I don't feel safe. Yeah. Because I keep thinking they missed a spot, that there's a dibenzofuran on button number 13 in the elevator. Hmm. Yeah. And now people are going into the building today saying... Well, don't touch button number 13. I, I think something bad's going to happen. Bob just alluded to it on First News Binghamton. Ooh, thank you for that history lesson, by the way. I found out things I didn't know. See? <laughs> and people are saying, wow, First News Binghamton, you're talking about a story that happened 40 years ago. You guys are right on top of things. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Doug. Always a pleasure. Sure. It's 637 WNBF. Yes, the uh, the history, the history of America's most costly indoor environmental disaster. It happened two blocks from where I'm standing now. We're proud. We're Binghamton. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And the good news for early Thursday morning drivers around the Twin Tiers, you probably will encounter no trouble. The uh, intersection at Front and Bevere near Otsenango Park should be reopened. I was out reporting in other areas of the triple cities this morning so i didn't get a chance to go over there right before we started first news binghamton but i'm inclined to think they got the job done and that intersection should be back in operation after a 24-hour closure now the forecast from the national weather service some patchy fog this morning around the twin tiers then increasing clouds a chance of showers and thunderstorms especially late in the day 
high 74. Showers and thunderstorms tonight, low 62, partly sunny tomorrow with a slight chance of showers early in the day, high 68. The weekend weather forecast, sunny on Saturday, high 73, partly sunny on Sunday with a chance of showers, maybe a thunderstorm in the afternoon, high 74. Right now in downtown Binghamton, a pleasant 55 at News Radio 1290 WNBF. There could be some hazardous weather in our area, especially in northeast Pennsylvania. This is what the forecasters say right now. Showers and thunderstorms this afternoon and evening will drop areas of locally heavy rainfall. The heavy rainfall does have the potential to cause urban and small stream flooding in some spots. Flash flooding also will be possible where several rounds of thunderstorms move over the same locations. Across northeast Pennsylvania, some thunderstorms could be strong to severe with gusty to locally damaging winds. So pay attention to the changing weather conditions. I know, it's been an active summer so far with plenty of storms, too much rain, and I'm like you, America. I am tired of it. The novelty of all this rain, all these thunderstorms, the wind... And the lightning and the thunder, I am totally over it. So maybe we'll get better weather in August. That's what I'm looking forward to. Keep you posted throughout the day right here on News Radio 1290. Coming up, we'll have a look at sports at 645. Money news from ABC at 648. And Kim Commando with a tech update at 650. You're listening to the Thursday edition of First News Binghamton. I'm Bob Joseph with Doug Mosier, WNBF News Time, 640. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290, WNBF. And hello, sports fans. At 645, the Rumble Ponies had a win last night as they continued their home. No, not their homestand. Their uh, road trip in Hartford. They defeated the Yard Goats last night, three to two. The teams will face each other again tonight in Connecticut. Remember, the Rumble Ponies return home next Tuesday night, six thirty-five first pitch. If you want to see a game, plan to watch Binghamton as the Ponies host the Portland Sea Dogs. Elsewhere in the world of sports. Aaron Judge went from being a late scratch to hitting a tie-breaking single in a two-run 10th inning as the Yankees beat the Tampa Bay Rays for the second straight day, 3-1. to one. Judge was removed from the lineup 30 minutes before the game, but entered as a pinch hitter in the fifth. After the game, manager Aaron Boone explained that Judge had a doctor appointment related to his return Tuesday from the COVID-injured list and didn't get to the ballpark until less than an hour before the first pitch. Meanwhile in Queens, pinch hitter Brandon Drury delivered a tie-breaking homer in the seventh inning, and right fielder Michael Conforto threw out a runner at the plate in the ninth to preserve the Mets' 2-1 victory over the Braves. Simone Biles has expressed her gratitude on social media for the support she's received since dropping out of the women's team gymnastics final in the all-around. The most decorated gymnast ever said in a tweet, the outpouring 
of love and support I've received has made me realize I'm more than my accomplishments and gymnastics, which I never truly believed before. Biles has still not decided if she'll compete in the individual events. And that's the latest in sports from News Radio 1290. WNBF coming up in 60 seconds. It'll be money news. Yes, you need money news every day to get started. And Jim Ryan will have it in one minute right here on First News. ABC News, Wall Street Now. Words of caution about the economy from Fed Chair Jay Powell leave the markets mixed by the close of trade on Wednesday. The Dow gave up 127 points. The Nasdaq Composite gained 100. The S&P 500 was unchanged. Strong new car sales helped to boost profits at Ford. The carmaker earned $561 million last quarter and says it expects the computer chip shortage that has forced production slowdowns will start to ease in the coming months. Here's why the dryer you ordered last spring hasn't arrived. The huge container ship that blocked the Suez Canal in March has finally made it to port in the Netherlands. The Ever Given had been detained in Egypt during negotiations over who would pay for the stoppage. Check the label of that spice before you use it while cooking tonight. McCormick and Company has recalled some of its most popular spice products. There's a possibility of a salmonella contamination. Jim Ryan, ABC News. You don't want salmonella from your spicy dinner. 649 WNBF Tech News coming up next with Kim. Thursday morning at WNBF, I'm Bob Joseph with Doug Mosier in the News Center. He's filling in for Kathy White this morning. We'll hear his latest news update with the local and regional report coming up shortly right after ABC News at 7. WNBF is where news breaks first. Remember, you can always listen to us on AM 1290. Amplitude modulation, yes, you've listened to us using AM radio for decades. But now there are additional options, including the beautiful WNBF app. It's free, and people tell me they love it. So if you don't have the WNBF app on your phone or other appropriate device, now might be the time to install it. And that way you're always connected with News Radio 1290 WNBF, with First News Binghamton, Binghamton Now, and of course, the best news in town. Because we keep you posted. The latest news. We never know when news will break out, but when it does, we do our best to report it keep it relevant to you in the twin tiers with wnbf on the wnbf app and of course yes on your radio clock radio kitchen radio bathroom radio the car radio just keep listening and we will keep providing you with the best information and entertainment possible time now for some tech news from kim commando kids are taking these so-called moronic internet challenges on social media I'm Kim Commando with the latest viral challenge brought to you by ExpressVPN, the best VPN on the market. Get an extra three months free at expressvpn.com slash Kim, expressvpn.com slash Kim. There was the coronavirus challenge. 
go to public places and lick doorknobs and even toilet seats and see if you get COVID. Then the blackout challenge hit where you choke yourself until you're unconscious. A 12-year-old boy in Colorado died from that one. The condom challenge is making the rounds again. Shove it up your nostril, plug up your other nostril, inhale deeply until the condom is at the back of your throat, and then pull it out. Genius. Now the latest. Take cloves of garlic and stick them up both nostrils to clear your sinuses. It ends up harming the lining of your nose. But did anyone ever have to tell you not to shove a condom or garlic up your nose? Isn't social media great? Get more tech news 24-7 at commando.com. Simply Safe is an award-winning home security system. So you know it's engineered with the latest technology to keep your family safe. But what really sets Simply Safe apart is its people. Highly trained security experts who are always there for you when you need them most. They truly care about keeping you safe. When an alarm goes off, a person who cares is there for you with a phone call to make sure you're okay. When an emergency happens, they're there to get fire and police responders to your front door right away. The bottom line is this. When you need them most, Simply Safe is there 24-7 with experts trained to not only keep you safe, but to make you feel safe. It's one of the many reasons U.S. News recently called Simply Safe the best home security of 2021. To learn more about how Simply Safe can help protect you, visit simplysafekim.com today to customize your system and get a free HD security camera. That's simplysafekim.com, simplysafekim.com. The best of Kim Commando here on WNBF. Coming up, traffic and weather together. WNBF News Time 6. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. At 6.55, it is uh, calm on area roadways, still light traffic, but things will pick up with uh, volume increasing over the next hour. And if there are crashes or delays, we'll let you know as soon as we find out. That's our pledge to you here on First News Binghamton. The forecast, some patchy fog around the area today. Otherwise, increasing clouds. We'll be looking forward to an active late afternoon and early evening with storms heading our way. Some showers and thunderstorms this afternoon and tonight. Today's high 74, tonight's low 62. Partly sunny tomorrow, a bit quieter. Still a slight chance of showers early in the day, the high 68. And the weekend outlook, fairly good forecast at this stage, sunny Saturday, 73, partly sunny Sunday, a chance of showers and thunderstorms, 74. Right now in downtown Binghamton, it's 55, guidance from the National Weather Service, showers and thunderstorms this afternoon will drop some locally heavy rain. The heavy rainfall does have the potential to result in localized urban and small stream flooding. Flash flooding is also a possibility in some spots where several rounds of thunderstorms move over the same area. Across northeastern Pennsylvania, some thunderstorms may be strong to severe with gusty to locally damaging winds as well. And that's where things stand with our weather. Coming up next, a preview of today's Binghamton Now program, then ABC News on First News. Coming up, ABC News. And then an hour from now, right after the 8 o'clock news, it'll be Binghamton Now. We'll be talking with Tan Trong, who uh, grew up here 
in the Binghamton area after he and his family fled Vietnam in a boat. His family also operated a restaurant in Johnson City for many years. Unfortunately, the building has just been torn down. We'll talk with Tan Trong from New Orleans at 8.30 right here on WNBF Binghamton. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosier. Good morning. It's 7.04 and 55 degrees. Some patchy fog this morning and maybe some showers and thunderstorms uh, later in the day as well. Here are the latest headlines. New York State is preparing to require public health care and government workers to get a COVID-19 vaccination by Labor Day. Governor Andrew Cuomo yesterday announced the vaccine mandate. He acknowledged he expects to encounter some opposition to the directive. Cuomo said he is prepared to work with union leaders in implementing the vaccine requirement. He said unvaccinated state government employees would be subject to weekly testing. The governor said additional steps are required as the Delta variant of the coronavirus continues to spread. New York State is assessing revised masking guidelines issued by the Centers for Disease Control. Mask use now is being recommended inside public places in areas of substantial COVID transmission. Three suspects have been arrested in Delaware County for allegedly shouting anti-Semitic slurs at a man after stealing his fur hat. Authorities say the incident happened Saturday morning on Main Street in the village of Fleshman's. A man reported he was walking when someone got out of a pickup truck and stole his stimel, a hat worn by some Jewish men. According to New York State Police, the suspect returned to the vehicle, which was occupied by two other men. They allegedly yelled anti-Semitic slurs before driving away. Investigators say 25-year-old Corey Bush of Ashland, 24-year-old Wesley Einor Jr. of Denver, New York, and 21-year-old Johan Diamond of Grand Gorge have been arrested. The three men have been charged with grand larceny as a hate crime. They were being held in Delaware County Jail on $5,000 bail. Police say the stimul has been recovered. Governor Andrew Cuomo issued a statement on the incident. He said it is unacceptable for a Jewish man walking from a synagogue on Sabbath to be singled out, have his stimul ripped from his head, and be verbally attacked because of his religion. Federal Court Appeals says former President Donald Trump and his three eldest children can't force a lawsuit into arbitration that was brought by people who felt cheated by a business he promoted. The Second U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals ruled today the decision pertained in a 2018 lawsuit in Manhattan. Federal court brought by salespeople who lost money in a marketing company that Trump endorsed in speeches and on The Celebrity Apprentice. The suit alleged Trump received millions of dollars in exchange for reassuring political salespeople for telephone company ACN. There was little risk if they started selling its phone service. The Philippines president is warning that Filipinos who refuse to get vaccinated against the coronavirus virus will not be allowed to leave their homes. Rodrigo Derte said in television remarks yesterday that there is no law mandating such a restriction, but he is ready to face lawsuits to keep those people off the streets. The brash talking president adds that for people who don't want to be vaccinated, well, for all I care, you can die anytime. However, more than public hesitance, the Philippines is grappling with vaccine shortages. Nearly 7 million Filipinos have been fully vaccinated and more than 11 million have received their first dose. That is a fraction of the government's target of 60 million to 70 million people. WNBF News Time 707, the governors of California and Nevada are calling for increased federal assistance 
assistance as they tour an area blackened by one of the several massive wildfires that have destroyed dozens of homes. Wednesday's tour of the Tamarick Fire along the state line comes as numerous wildfires char land and homes in a dozen states. Cooler weather and even some rain has helped in the fight against some of the largest, including the bootleg fire in Oregon that has burned more than 160 homes. But fire officials say hotter, drier weather is returning and could pose a threat of renewed fire. Also, a former member of the NXIVM leader Keith Rainier's sex trafficking enterprise avoided prison at sentencing after prosecutors cited her extraordinary cooperation. Lauren Salzman was sentenced Wednesday in Brooklyn Federal Court to time served by Judge Nicholas Garofis as she was also ordered to perform 300 hours of community service. Prosecutors noted in a letter to the judge two weeks ago that her guilty plea to racketeering would normally call for a sentence of seven to nine years in prison but they cited her credible, detailed testimony against Rainier at his 2019 trial as reason for leniency. And a chemical cousin of POT's main intoxicating agreement has rocketed to popularity over the last year. The cannabis industry and state governments are scrambling to reckon with amid debate over whether it's legal. It's called Delta-8 THC, and it's billed as producing a milder high than the better-known Delta-9 THC. The burgeoning chemical is offered as rather often marketing as being legal, even when marijuana is not, because it's mostly synthesized from CBD. Checking your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast from the National Weather Service. Some patchy fog this morning, increasing clouds today, chance of showers and thunderstorms throughout the day, temperatures in the mid-70s. For tonight, mostly cloudy, showers and thunderstorms overnight, low 60s. Friday, partly sunny, a little cooler, slight chance of showers, high in the mid to upper 60s. Sunshine for Saturday, lower 70s. And on Sunday, partly sunny, chance of showers and thunderstorms, mid-70s. It's 55 degrees at 7.09, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WNBF and WNBF. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290, WNBF. And the good news is on this Thursday morning, there really is not any traffic news yet. However, I caution you, you if you're not careful, could create your own traffic news. I've seen it happen before. I don't like having to report on those situations. But if there is trouble in terms of crashes or delays, we will let you know. We'll strive to keep you out of a jam today with traffic and weather together here on First News Binghamton every 15 minutes. Now the forecast. And we may have some problems today. Late in the afternoon and early in the evening with some potentially strong or severe storms. Starting off okay this morning with a bit of patchy fog, otherwise increasing clouds today. Some showers and thunderstorms toward the uh, late afternoon. High 74, then more showers and thunderstorms tonight. Low 62, partly sunny tomorrow with a slight chance of showers early in the day. High 68, Saturday sunny, 73. Right now it's 55 in downtown Binghamton. The National Weather Service says showers and thunderstorms this afternoon and evening will drop some locally heavy rainfall, and the rainfall does have the potential to cause urban and small stream flooding in some spots. Flash flooding also would be a possibility where several rounds of thunderstorms move over the same locations. 
In northeastern Pennsylvania, some thunderstorms could be strong to severe with gusty to locally damaging winds. So pay attention to changing weather conditions. Always, always pay close attention. If you hear a warning, don't hesitate to take action. Protect yourself and protect your family. If there are any weather warnings throughout the day, you'll hear them on News Radio 1290. It's First News Binghamton. I'm Bob Joseph with Doug Mosher and the WNBF News Center. He's filling in for Kathy White this morning. Coming up next, sports. WNBF News Time, 7. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Rumble Ponies got a win last night in Connecticut as their series against the Yard Goats continues. It was Binghamton 3, Hartford 2, beginning for the Ponies was the fifth inning with two runs scored. Binghamton also scored a run in the seventh. The only scoring for the Yard Goats happened in the sixth and seventh innings. The final 3-2 to two in favor of Binghamton. The teams play each other again tonight in Hartford. And the Rumble Ponies will be back in Binghamton for a six-game homestand starting next Tuesday evening when they welcome the Sea Dogs from Portland to our beautiful stadium on Henry Street. Elsewhere in the world of baseball, in Queens, pinch hitter Brandon Drury delivered a tie-breaking homer in the seventh inning, and right fielder Michael Conforto threw out a runner at the plate in the ninth to preserve the Mets' 2-1 victory over the Braves. First-place Mets have maintained their five-game lead on the third-place Braves in the National League East by splitting the first four games of this unusual five-game series. In Florida, Aaron Judge went from being a late scratch to hitting a tie-breaking single in a two-run tenth inning as the Yankees beat the Rays for the second straight day, 3-1. to Judge was removed from the lineup 30 minutes before the game, but he entered as a pinch hitter in the fifth. Someone familiar with the swap says the Yankees have reached a deal to get all-star slugger Joey Gallo from the Rangers. This person spoke on condition of anonymity because the deal had not yet been announced and is subject to approval of medical records of the players involved. Gallo is 27. He would give the heavily right-handed Yankees much-needed punch from the left side. The gold-glove winning right fielder would presumably play left field for New York, which has Aaron Judge as its regular right fielder. Elsewhere in sports, the Red Sox lead in the American League East is two and a half games over Tampa Bay after the Bo Sox split a pair with Toronto. Well, as we mentioned earlier, the Rays were dealt a 3-1, 10-inning loss by the Yankees. Simone Biles expressing gratitude on social media for the support she's receiving since she dropped out of the women's team gymnastics final. And the all-around, Biles said in a tweet, The outpouring of love and support I've received has made me realize I'm more than my accomplishments and gymnastics, which I never truly believed before. Biles still hasn't decided if she'll compete in the individual events. 
You're listening to First News Binghamton. All the news you need on this Thursday morning, WNBF News Time, 718. Business news. U.S. markets will open in just over two hours with Wall Street getting set for the trading day at 930. The Dow futures right now are up. 143, but NASDAQ futures are down 23, so might be uh, a mixed session. Asian stocks rising after the Federal Reserve kept its accommodative monetary policies and signaled that the U.S. economic recovery is on track. Meanwhile, in Washington, the Senate voted to start work on a trillion-dollar national infrastructure package. The vote came together quickly last night after President Biden and a bipartisan group of senators reached agreement on the key part of the White House agenda. It's unclear if enough senators will eventually support final passage. U.S. regulators have taken action that will make it easier to get a cheaper and similar version of a brand name insulin at the drugstore. Doctors now have to specifically prescribe what's called a biosimilar or OK, substituting it for a more expensive brand name insulin. The move by the FDA will allow pharmacists to automatically substitute the cheaper version just as they do with generic pills for other kinds of drugs. This could save diabetics and health plans millions of dollars a year. And that's the latest in business news on News Radio 1290. Thursday morning, July 29th. I'm Bob Joseph. You're listening to Binghamton Now. If you want, you can uh, take a look at the Press and Sun Bulletin this morning, the print edition. Uh, Top story above the fold, Anthony Borelli with more details, more background on the allegations surrounding Stephen Cornwell and James Warhotch. Of course, the uh, indictment that was announced on Tuesday uh, was big local news. Tuesday afternoon and also yesterday, and we uh, talked about the indictment with the Broome County District Attorney Michael Korchak on Wednesday morning's Binghamton Now program, and I appreciate Mr. Borelli making a reference to uh, some of the comments that Mr. Korchak made on our program. So thank you, Anthony Borelli, for including a reference to our uh, interview, our live interview yesterday on Binghamton Now. And again, more details, more background about this story in this morning's Press and Sun Bulletin. As I often say, if I've said it once, I've said it a billion times, support local journalism. You won't know what you're missing until it's gone. So support local journalism whether it's the newspaper, whether it's the radio news, the TV news, online news, you need the news. Somebody has to provide actual reporting of what goes on around here. Without real news, without reporters, how would you even know what's going on in your neighborhood? 
722. I'm Bob Joseph. This is News Radio 1290 WNBF. WNBF. slash panda. This is a limited offer only available to radio listeners at bamboohr.com slash panda. That's bamboohr.com slash panda. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And no traffic incidents that are reportable at this time. When they become reportable, we, of course, will report them on First News Binghamton because we're here for you. If you're out driving around, please be prepared to slow down in work zones around the area. It's important that you pay attention to all the guidance, the signs, detours, and, of course, the flaggers. If the flaggers are instructing you to do something, just do it. And be helpful. And be happy. Be happy that they're in a position to help improve our roadways. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service. Some patchy fog this morning. Otherwise, increasing clouds today. A few showers and thunderstorms developing this afternoon. High 74. Some of the storms might be strong or severe. And they'll continue into this evening. Showers and thunderstorms. Then overnight, mostly cloudy. Low 62. Partly sunny tomorrow with a slight chance of showers early in the day. High 68. The weekend forecast from WNBF, sunny Saturday, high 73, partly sunny Sunday with a chance of showers and maybe a thunderstorm in the afternoon, high 74. Right now it's 55 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time 727. Doug Mosier in the WNBF News Center with a live update coming up in three minutes. Right now, though, I feel a need to... Get updated on the political happenings in the USA. Now your political insights from ABC News. The Defense Department directing employees working in areas at high risk for transmission to start using face masks again. And the governors of Kansas and Kentucky requiring government workers and visitors to state buildings to start wearing masks. Democratic Senator Joe Manchin saying this infrastructure bill is long overdue. We have not made a major investment in the infrastructure of the United States of America for the last 30 years. First time. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says they will pass the two-party roads and bridges deal and other spending President Biden wants. Both a, the bipartisan infrastructure bill and a budget resolution. Not so fast, says Republican Senator John Barrasso. Not one Republican will vote for this bill. Republicans saying the child care and education spending isn't necessary and costs too much. Democrats could possibly pass it on their own. There's still a lot to work out with details, amendments, and an explanation on how this all gets paid for. Andy Field, ABC News. Thank you, Andy. 728 at WNBF. Of course, during Binghamton now, between 8 and 10, we might talk about some political developments, including the apparent agreement on the infrastructure plan, a trillion dollars that could be spent on various infrastructure programs in the U.S. over the next few years. Binghamton now, coming up after the 8 o'clock news, WNBF News Time, 7. Car yet.
This is where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosier. Good morning. It's 56 degrees. It's 730. Some patchy fog this morning and maybe a chance of showers or thunderstorms today. Increasing clouds uh, throughout the day. Here are the latest headlines. Workers were busy yesterday as customers lined up inside a new business. The grand opening of a Jersey Mike sub shop in the town of Shenango at 1257 Front Street. Spot in the small retail plaza had been vacant in recent months after a Hoopla frozen yogurt store closed. The operation is the first Jersey Mike's subunit in the Binghamton area, but a Additional stores in the region are expected to open in the next few years. The chain has been expanding rapidly and has started running national advertising campaigns to introduce its brand prospective new customers. Uh, according to the Jersey Mike's Subs website, there are 1,981 stores now open in the United States. The company is expected to open its 2,000th store later this year. Three suspects have been arrested in Delaware County for allegedly shouting anti-Semitic slurs at a man after stealing his fur hat. Authorities say the incident happened Saturday morning on Main Street in the village of Fleshman's. The man reported he was walking when someone got out of a pickup truck and stole his strimal, a hat worn by some Jewish men. According to New York State Police, the suspect returned to the vehicle, which was occupied by two other men. They allegedly yelled anti-Semitic slurs before driving away. The three men have been charged with grand larceny as a hate crime. They were being held in Delaware County Jail on $5,000 bail. The uh, strimal had been recovered. New York State is preparing to require public health care and government workers to get a a COVID-19 vaccination by Labor Day. Governor Andrew Cuomo yesterday announced the vaccine mandate. He acknowledged he expects to encounter some opposition to the directive. Cuomo said he is prepared to work with union leaders in implementing the vaccine requirement. He said unvaccinated state government employees would be subject to weekly testing. The governor said additional steps are required as the Delta variant of the coronavirus continues continues to spread. New York State is assessing revised mask guidelines issued by the Centers for Disease Control. Mask use now is being recommended inside public places and areas of substantial COVID transmission. Federal appeals court says former President Donald Trump and his three eldest children can't force a lawsuit into arbitration that was brought by people who felt cheated by a business he promoted. The second U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals ruled Wednesday the decision pertaining to a 2018 lawsuit in Manhattan federal court brought by salespeople who lost money in a marketing company that Trump endorsed in speeches and on The Celebrity Apprentice. The suit alleged Trump received millions of dollars in exchange for reassuring political salespeople for telephone company ACN. There was a little risk if there was little risk if they started selling its phone service. Vehicle traffic between New Jersey and New York City is approaching pre-pandemic levels while public transit ridership continues to lag. The Port Authority of New York and New Jersey released numbers Wednesday that show bridge and tunnel traffic was down about 2% last month compared to June of 2019, with truck traffic showing a 7% increase. Meanwhile, ridership on PATH trains were down 63%. New York's Metropolitan Transportation Authority has reported similar trends. Transit Officials are concerned that ridership may not rebound for years due to concerns over the coronavirus and more people being able to work from home.
Taking a look at your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast from the National Weather Service. Patchy fog this morning, increasing clouds today. There is a chance of showers throughout the day with temperatures in the mid-70s. Mostly cloudy tonight, showers and thunderstorms likely low 62. Partly sunny, a chance of showers on Friday and cooler. Temperatures only in the upper 60s. Extended forecast for the weekend. Sunshine Saturday, mid-70s. Partly sunny, a chance of showers and thunderstorms on Sunday. Temperatures also in the mid-70s. It's 56 degrees at 734 where news breaks first news radio 1290 wnbf and wnbf.com Seven thirty-six on a thursday morning july 29th where aware has the year gone first seven months of the year nearly completed And before you know it, we'll be celebrating New Year's Eve. Better make your New Year's Eve plans now. You only have five months to book your dinner and and probably a show, of course. New Year's Eve 2022. I hope it's better than the last New Year's Eve. I, I have to tell you, the New Year's Eve party I went to was online. It was the strangest New Year's Eve party ever. On the other hand, I'll never forget it, so I'm not complaining. It was memorable, but I don't necessarily need to have a New Year's Eve party online again. Something about WebEx and New Year's Eve, they I don't think they really go together. Although I guess my friends at Cisco would beg to differ anyway coming up in about half an hour just over half an hour i am looking forward to the popular binghamton now program everybody's talking about it and many people actually talk on it you can be part of the binghamton now conversation if you're part of our area or even if you're outside the Binghamton area, maybe outside New York or Pennsylvania, you don't have to live around here to be part of the Binghamton Now conversation. But we'll take calls from virtually anyone during the Binghamton Now program. Also, we have a couple of great guests lined up today. Rebecca Kaufman, Broome County's Public Health Director. It seems that today would be a good time to ask her about a few things the new guidance that was put out the other night from the Centers for Disease Control regarding masking. We will speak with Rebecca Kaufman about the COVID situation in Broome County and here in New York State. She'll join us at 9.30. And also, right uh, the hour before that, at about 8.30, Tan Trong, who uh, had a, a very interesting early part of his life where he and his family managed to escape from Vietnam. They were refugees. A church in Appalachian sponsored the family so they could start a new life here in the United States. And so Tan Trung and his family uh, moved to Johnson City. They opened up a great restaurant, a Vietnamese restaurant that was in business for a couple of decades. Well, now they just tore down the building on Willow Street, and I thought it would be good to get in touch with Tan Trung, talk about his story, also his memories of the family's restaurant and more. And he'll join us live from New Orleans, or as they might say, New Orleans, at 8.30 this morning, about 50 minutes from now. On News Radio 1290's Binghamton Now program. Good morning, I'm Bob Joseph with Doug Mosier. WNBF News Time, 7 30. 
traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 740 and traffic and weather together relatively quiet this morning. We're not aware of any significant problems around Broome, Tioga, or our surrounding counties. That intersection that was shut down for about 24 hours, the intersection near Otsenango Park, Front Street at Bevere Street, should be reopened. They were doing a lot of work yesterday. I drove by and saw them very active yesterday afternoon, filling up that giant hole near the intersection, not far from the park entrance. So the intersection should be operational today, back to normal, although it's still a work zone, so pay attention, slow down. The forecast from the National Weather Service, some patchy fog in the Twin Tiers. Otherwise, today will be mostly cloudy, showers and thunderstorms likely, especially late in the afternoon, high 74. Showers and thunderstorms tonight, otherwise mostly cloudy, low 62. Partly sunny tomorrow with a slight chance of showers early in the day, high 68. The weekend forecast Sunny Saturday, 73, partly sunny Sunday with a chance of showers and maybe a thunderstorm in the afternoon, 74. Right now it's 55 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290. National Weather Service has some guidance about the weather late this afternoon into this evening, showers and thunderstorms. We'll drop some heavy rainfall in some parts of the Twin Tiers, and the rainfall would have the potential to result in localized urban and small stream flooding. Flash flooding could be possible where several rounds of thunderstorms move over the same locations. Fortunately, we've seen that too many times this summer. Across northeast Pennsylvania, some thunderstorms could be strong to severe with gusty to locally damaging winds. And stay tuned to WNBF for the latest weather and, of course, any warnings that might be issued by the National Weather Service. Again, it's 55 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time, 743, coming up Thursday morning sports and your money. Now. Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. At 745, it's a pleasure to speak of sports because we have some wins. I think we've got wins across the board with uh, Binghamton and both of the New York baseball teams. Yes, we love winners. First of all, the Rumble Ponies had a big win last night in Hartford, defeating the Yard Goats 3-2. to two. The two teams will play again tonight as their series continues. Rumble Ponies will be back in town next Tuesday night when they start their series against the Portland Sea Dogs. Meanwhile, in Queens, quite a game for the Mets against the Braves. Here's uh, an important part of the game as Brandon Drury's pinch hit solo home run put New York back in front 2-1 to one against Atlanta in the seventh inning. That's bullpen. Continues to be good. The 1-0. Drury hits one in the air. Deep to left field. This one's going to go. Home run. Brandon Drury. He does it again off the bench. And this time, it's a tie-breaking homer. Drury's third. 880 WCBS. And uh, it also is important to note that 
Right fielder Michael Conforto threw out a runner at the plate in the ninth to preserve the victory over the Braves. Way to go, Michael Conforto, and way to go, New York Mets. Meanwhile, in Florida, the Yankees had a a nice game. Greg Allen scored on a wild pitch by Rays pitcher Andrew Kittredge. And this is how it sounded on 66, the fan. I may have lost his footing on that. Wild pitch. Now that'll get the run in. Judge goes to second, and the Yankees take a 3-1 lead. And that was really a wild pitch. There you go. Thank you, John Sterling. The uh, run extends the Yankees' lead to 3-1 in the 10th inning, and New York outlasted. Tampa Bay in a game that uh, did wrap up after 10 innings of play. So that's good news. Wins for the Yankees, for the Mets, and the Rumble Ponies. I would call it a hat trick. WNBF News Time. 748. You're listening to First News Binghamton on this Thursday morning. And it's going to be a busy day today. I can't tell you exactly what will happen, but you will be interested in some things that are happening around here today, and you'll hear about it on WNBF News and also at WNBF.com. So pay attention for breaking news throughout the day here on News Radio 1290 on air, AM 1290, and online at WNBF.com. Business news. Yes, it's going to be a busy day in business as well as Jim Ryan gives us a preview. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Words of caution about the economy from Fed Chair Jay Powell leave the markets mixed by the close of trade on Wednesday. The Dow gave up 127 points. The Nasdaq Composite gained 100. The S&P 500 was unchanged. Strong new car sales helped to boost profits at Ford. The car maker earned $561 million last quarter and says it expects the computer chip shortage that has forced production slowdowns will start to ease in the coming months. Here's why the dryer you ordered last spring hasn't arrived. The huge container ship that blocked the Suez Canal in March has finally made it to port in the Netherlands. The Ever Given had been detained in Egypt during negotiations over who would pay for the stoppage. Check the label of that spice before you use it while cooking tonight. McCormick and Company has recalled some of its most popular spice products. There's a possibility of a salmonella contamination. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Thank you, James. And the markets in the U.S. will open in exactly 100 minutes at 9.30. Wall Street will have a busy day today. And based on the futures, it could be a mixed day of trading. At this point, it uh, looks like the Dow futures are up. About 161 points, but the NASDAQ futures are down 15. So it could be a mixed bag today on Wall Street. Stay tuned to WNBF. We'll have business updates throughout the day here on News Radio 1290. Good morning. I'm Bob Joseph. You're listening to First News Binghamton on this Thursday morning. WNBF News Time, 7.
754 at WNBF. I'm Bob Joseph. ABC News will be coming up at the top of the hour. Six minutes from now, right after that, a live update on all the local and regional news with Doug Mosier in the News Center, who's filling in for Kathy White this morning. And then we look forward to a very exciting live and local edition of Binghamton Now. So don't touch that. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. So far, so good. No crashes to report. And the good news is we uh, are glad to tell you that the intersection at Front and Bevere is open. So if you're heading over to Otsenigo Park for your early morning walk, or just uh, sitting down, maybe at a picnic table, reading a book. This is a great morning to spend time at Otsnango Park or Round Top or any of Broome County's fine parks. Enjoy yourself. And you can get right to the park today the normal way because Front and Bevere is open again. Forecast from the National Weather Service. Some patchy fog still in the twin tiers in a few spots. Otherwise, today mostly cloudy. Some showers and thunderstorms likely late in the day, this afternoon and tonight. High today, 74. Showers and thunderstorms tonight. Otherwise, will be mostly cloudy overnight. Low 62. Partly sunny tomorrow with a slight chance of showers early in the day. And the high 68. Right now in downtown Binghamton, 55 at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time 750. News Radio 1290. WNBF. It's First News Binghamton. WNBF. Morning has broken like the first morning. morning has broken and we're glad that you spent some time starting your morning on this thursday with first news binghamton hope you'll stick around for binghamton now right after the news ron popeil an american original has died he was 86 he thrived in the world of infomercials and home shopping channels from roots as an open-air salesman in chicago he became a pop culture icon by inventing and selling consumer gadgets from the popeil pocket fisherman to food dehydrators to hair in a can. Wish I could get some of that. His ability to be a connecting thread between old-time salespeople and the video age was his real superpower. For many people, he occupied a space somewhere between comedy and smart, homespun business. How he built and spun that image created his immense appeal. Ron Popeil, dead at the age of 86. A true American original. WNBF News Time 7. I'm Bob Joseph, coming up the news, and then the Thursday edition of Binghamton Now. Hope you'll take a few minutes and call us. We'd love to hear from you on Binghamton Now, next. 
here on News Radio 1290, WNBF Binghamton, WNBF.com. It's 8 o'clock.